Hey there, I'm Kevin Daisy. And I'm Eric Olson. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Managing Partners Podcast. I'm Kevin Daisy, and I'm your host, also the founder of Array Digital. We help law firms grow through SEO content. Today, I have an awesome guest coming out of his cabin. This is John Growth. And actually, I'm in my Airbnb, so we're making this unique today. We're both coming from you from- Working remote. From afar. Working remote. Working remote, yeah. So, new John, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Excited to, you know, to hear what you have to share. We've already got to, to chat a little bit about some of the cool things that you're doing. So let's just jump right into it. Tell me a little bit about yourself personally, where you're located, where you're coming from, and then we'll get into some details about your firm and, and what you do. Great. Yeah. So John Growth, I am a, a personal injury attorney in Wisconsin. I have offices in the Milwaukee area, and then we have offices in other parts of the state. If you know Wisconsin, well, that's Wisconsin. Milwaukee's down here. Green Bay's here. Right now, I'm up there. Uh, we're more kind of up there, but uh, we're across the state. I have attorneys that have handled cases and tried cases in many of the 72 counties of Wisconsin. So that's our personal injury practice, our single event practice. We also have a unique practice where we have full-time staff and attorneys that, that do vaccine law. So not COVID vaccine law, that this has been around since the 1980s. It's like flu vaccine law. And that's, you know, not just Wisconsin, it's, you know, the world, it's international. We have uh, clients that are in, gosh, I think the last one that we had, or the furthest one away was like Siberia. Is oh, you wow. can get a flu vaccine at any Air Force base, military base. And if you have certain symptoms, you meet the elements and you're on the table, then you can get compensation from this fund that's been around since the 1980s. So that's our other kind of unique practice that we have. Uh, well, just to piggyback off that in a second one. First off, everyone tuning in, listening, check John out. His law firm website address is right below if you're watching on the video. If you're not, it's growthlawfirm.com, but that's spelled G-R-O-T-H, lawfirm.com. Check him out. Nice website. You can see what he's up to. Connect with him. Maybe there's some referral opportunities, uh, but go check him out, see what he's up to. So, John, um, for the vaccine law, you yeah. said you know not COVID, but did COVID have an impact on that? Did, do you even work on stuff for that, or is it completely separate? I mean, you want to talk about interviews. We were contacted about every or by every single media outlet in the area, it seemed, to talk about if you're injured because of a COVID vaccine or, you know, what's going to happen if that happens or if you know, the worst case scenario happens and you're injured because of the vaccine. And uh, right now there is immunity, I'll call it, that you're not able to get compensation or if you do get compensation, it's very difficult. It's very unlike the vaccine injury compensation program for flu vaccines. So my guess is, my educated guess is that in the future, at some point, they're going to take it off of that immunity and they're going to put it into the rest of the of the cases for the vaccine injury compensation program. And you will be able to get a, a compensation in a, I'll call it an easier manner. But right now, there's not much you can do with any kind of COVID vaccine. So we're, we've certainly got a lot more calls. And I think there are a lot more cases because people also got more flu vaccines. Just in general, there are more vaccines administered. So sure. there's a, high, a higher likelihood that they're going to get injured because just the numbers work out that way. 
Uh, so that's why I think there was a, a blip in our numbers. And I think we'll see additional cases as the years go by. Yeah. And I can see why you get an influx of calls and, and interviews and questions because that's oh, yeah. the first thing people think in vaccine these days is COVID. So, yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, really cool. All right. So let's, I want to dive in a little bit more to your firm itself. So personal injury, but give me some idea, like, what are you really focused on? I was, the vaccine thing is unique. <laughs> so I haven't yeah. had not only anyone out of 300 attorneys that have been on the show that, that have mentioned that specifically, but for your main focus, your practice in the state there, what is your bread and butter? Bread and butter. Well, it just like the, all the TV advertisers, right? It's single event car crash. If you ever watched that movie that, uh, a civil action with John Travolta, where he's walking down at the beginning of the case or at, at the beginning of the movie and talking about the best case. I mean, that's our world. That somebody who was hit by a UPS truck or somebody who was hit by an Uber driver last night. I mean, this is the craziest. You know, we're talking about Instagram and videos and you know audio and we have our phones taking pictures of ourselves and all that this morning. Well, last night I got a call from a, a young woman who uh, was a passenger in a uh, in an Uber vehicle and she told the Uber driver to stop, stop, just stop moving because he was on his phone and trying to figure out where to go with the phone like this and then ran off the road and down and crashed the car. So those kind of cases, you know, we're getting a lot of those oh, cases wow. where it's Ubers, Lyfts, you know, things like that, or passengers and Ubers and Lyfts. And then I don't know if you've heard about Milwaukee has a, a rash of car thefts. You know, I think we're at 900 maybe this year. It's just crazy that you know, the, these gangs of people who are stealing, I, I think they're mostly kids, but they're stealing Kias and Hondas. I bet you we get maybe one a week, you know, that somebody who is has property damage or is injured because one of the Kia boys, they're called, is driving a vehicle and ram into somebody else. So, um, wow. so that can stuff. Can they go with a better brand or, you know? That's... I, I don't know why it's Kia. It, and you know, my dad, uh, security issue or something that's easy for them to be started or unlocked. Well, well, that's yeah. It's you can take a hammer, you smash the console, and I guess you, it's as easy as just putting two, you know, kind of like MacGyver, right? You put two wires together and you're done. You know, my dad oh. was talking. He he was a race car driver. He was a Milwaukee fireman and then a race car driver just in his spare time and that kind of stuff. And he said back in the fifties, it was harder to steal a car than. It is, you know, stealing a Kia in 2023. I mean, that, that's crazy. So somebody in the engineering department over at Kia messed up. Well, that's interesting. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't think you get those kinds of cases there. That's that's interesting. Okay. So, and you're, you're right now, you're, you're only, you're licensed, you're focused on uh, your state. That's it. What, well, I, I want to kind of get into, um, you know, what's the size of your firm? What's the structure of that look like? And, you know, what's some of the maybe growth plans you have? What's, what's sure. next year look like? What, what are you focused on right now? We changed our LinkedIn logo, I think, this year to always hiring. You know, so now we are always hiring. So we're interviewing now uh, a couple of different lawyers. Uh, we're at five lawyers. Uh, our goal is to be you know, six, seven-ish in the next few months to year. Uh, we have about total about 30 staff. We have an intake department that's full-time intake um, consisting of about six people. And then we have case managers and paralegals for the next stage. Uh, attorneys who oversee them, and then a litigation department, uh, and then attorneys that just do that, and then litigation paralegals that only do litigation. We also have uh, our accounting department and then our marketing department. And we have a, we hired a full-time videographer 
uh, to uh, not only document like the internal processes of the firm, but also all the other stuff, right? I mean, that's the world we live in. So um, yeah. the Instagramification of uh, law firms. So to um, help us to get better at having a social media presence. So th that's kind of, those are the different departments we have at the firm. No, I love that. That's awesome. I mean, at your size and, and having kind of those things all separated. And I think the videographer, and the, I think the one thing that you mentioned, which is huge, especially for smaller law firms out there, is that the videographer is documenting internal processes, not just making content for the, uh, you know, for the public. So yeah, I think that's huge and that's important. Right now, I'm in a stage, we're about a year and a half in almost of process documentation. <laughs> And videotizing a lot of it is definitely uh, something that we're working on. So that can be huge. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty interesting. I like that a lot. Well, and, and marketing and, too, you know, obviously we're a marketing company and, and we're with, yeah. with firms. And I think either we have firms that have no marketing people or a department or anything going on or, or the bigger ones will have at least a marketing director or some person that mostly coordinates, but to have like a, a, a carved out effort or committee is important. Marketing is huge and you can't rely on an agency or someone to just do everything. You know, you got to have those specialties and, and have an overall strategy, right? So anybody outside of your four walls, you know, you have to trust, but verify. So you have to know what they're doing and understand. So you can set those KPIs and know that, okay, did this lead come in from you know Kevin or did this lead come in from a blog that I wrote in 2004 or whatever, right? You know, so those kind of things. It's important to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. And um, having that clarity and visibility is really important. I, and I see all the time that's missing a lot. I met with a firm yesterday, actually in person, which is unusual because our clients are national, but they happen to be pretty close. And so um, they have no clue about where anything comes from, basically, unless it's a referral from partners or attorneys. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it's that's and this is a $10 million firm. So it's and they're spending money on in lots of areas. They just don't know what does what they just they check a box. Oh, we're paying for this. We're paying for that. And they're like, I don't know what comes from any of this stuff. And I'm like, well, your website's not SEO'd and it wouldn't rank for nothing. And it doesn't. So it's not coming from that. <laughs> but, but they're paying for that. And so it's just it's interesting to see how many folks out there don't have a, an idea and they don't have visibility on it. I think my parents raised me differently. I, I'm more of a penny pincher where I need to know where the pennies are going. And I think my staff would say I'm micromanaging that way that every day I'm looking at what our, you know, what our metrics are, you know, how many cases did we sign? What lead sources? I mean, you know, this month we have more cases from our website. It just seems odd. So I'm wondering if our call rail is set up because we have call rail and lead docket that are intertwined. Yeah. So I'm wondering if our, if something got, changed or uh, some wire got swapped or something that you know maybe our LSA ads are are showing that they're actually website you know leads I, it you know, those kind of things bug me so I want to know what the answer is like so we didn't change I, anything uh, but there's an influx or a decrease yeah yeah that's good yep and, and it's good to have those numbers at your fingertips and and are you part of any mastermind groups I am just calling that broadly I know they're not necessarily but like consulting groups or mastermind groups yeah, you know, I'll say yes, because I'm a member of a bunch of different groups. So I've gone to a bunch of different conferences, like the CRISP conference was fantastic. Um, I did not join up with their program. I went to the Ali Awad uh, CEO Lawyer Conference. 
I did sign up with that program uh, this year, the pro program, I think he calls it. Right. So I guess I'd call that a mastermind to some extent. I've had uh, Mickey Love and CJ, I think they're calling it Accelerator. Mickey flew out to our firm last year and met with everybody and gave us some advice. And I've been a member of Pilma for years upon years upon years. So the answer is yes. And I also obsess over podcasts. Like on the way up here yesterday, I must have listened to Lunch Hour Legal Marketing with Guy Tsekalakis and Conrad Sam. I listen to that all the time. I'm a big fan of Gary V. Probably to my detriment, I need to stop listening to him because I find myself swearing more than I ever did in the past. And I blame him 100%. And then, you know, there's like, kids to take care of that one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then Maximum Lawyer. I've been listening to Maximum Lawyer for years. Excellent. Well, everyone listen. I hope you're writing all this down because those are all great sources. And uh, Pilma, I'm really familiar with. Ken Hardison was actually on this show recently. Has a group program over there, too. Yeah. I'll also plug uh, How to Manage a Small Law Firm. HTM, as we call it. Um, okay. We have a lot of clients that are members of that group, and I've, I've only seen good things. Atticus Advantage is another one um, who I'm sure. just getting familiar with now. But um, but I guess the point is, get out there, learn, go to things, <laughs> join groups. Yeah. There, you don't have to go this alone. There's plenty of resources out there uh, when you start looking. And I think what I've seen, John, is like you know your numbers, your metrics, and in, you track that stuff. And I see... 90% of the people that I interact with, mostly our clients when we, when we sign with them, don't have a clue about any of that stuff. And they don't know what's being done or it's ridiculous actually to see. And sometimes we're spending five, 10 grand a month to a, a agency or fine laws of the world. And they oh, don't yeah. have a clue what's going on, where it's being spent, if it's even helping. And it's just, um, I would hope I'd never get away with that. But my point being, if we, if we have an HTM member or Atticus member client, they have all that information. They know their numbers, their revenue, their sales goals, their client value, and all that stuff. And, and I, I ask clients that before they become clients. I need to know all this information. And the ones that pause and go, uh, I don't have that available versus the ones that just pop it off the top of their heads. I'm like, are you in this group or this group? And they're like, yeah. So it's uh, they're being trained. They're being prepared. And uh, so like John has done, get out there and, and learn from others that have done this right. Uh, your business, your law firm should be run like a business. It's a business. Yep, I agree. And you can help more people if you can grow and reach more people. And you're doing great service by being an attorney, helping them in their situation. Why not grow and, and help more people? So, you know, it's not a greed thing. It's, you know, got to be scaling and growing. And your employees, right, John? I mean, yeah. I want my employees to have opportunity. And if I stay stagnant, they can't grow can't pay them more. I can't give them opportunities. They can't manage people. So keep that yeah. in mind. I agree hundred percent. Hey there, this is Eric J. Olson, the CEO of Array Law. If you're ready to work with a world-class digital marketing company, reach out. You can find us online at ArrayLaw.com or call us at any time, 757-333-3021. There's lots of options out there. And sometimes it gets it gets really overwhelming because you don't know which one's the best. And I don't think any of them are the best. I think they're all really good. And you have to be able to understand yourself as to what kind of a learner you are and what kind of program you need in order to get to that next level. And yeah, it could be you know, Atticus. I was at one of their conferences with Craig Goldenfarb and those guys. And uh, you know, Craig Goldenfarb has his what seven seven figure lawyer, and then there's the eight figure lawyer and all these things too. Yeah. And it depends on whether you're ready and able to give the 
the amount of time that they will demand to make you better. So that's a real, well, you know, something you have to look at your, for yourself, see what you can give to work on your business as opposed to the time that you need to work in your business. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, there's a lot out there and it, maybe it's overwhelming, but choose something, you know, if you hear good things and, you know, don't spend too much time trying to you know pick the perfect uh, group and their investments, right? Time and money. Yeah. I've been in some great masterminds that have been gold mines because you just take away one good thing. And I think that's the other thing too, is if you go to something, take a bunch of notes and then pick one thing that you're going to implement. You're not going to be able to do it all. And I think that's the biggest challenge. And I've done this in the past and I got like 20 pages of notes. I'll get to that later. And then, you know, on the plane, you'd be like, Hey, I'm going to do this one as soon as I get back. And then if you throw the book aside, at least, you know, that was worth the whole trip. Yeah. Uh, Ken Hardison said this on my episode with him. He's like, be the 10%, the 10% of people that will actually go home from this Pilma event and take action and do something, you know, so basically meaning 90% of people don't. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so. oh, that was years ago. There was John Fisher, you know, it, the, what's his, I have a link uh, phone to him that yeah, what's his uh, book? systems. I look at John's face every single, if you can see it every single day, because he's right there on my phone. Years ago, he said that, you know, he thinks someone asked him, why do you give all your stuff away? You know, all your information, all your systems away. And he said, because I know not everybody's going to take me up on actually using this, you know, using the information. So I'll leave it out there. If you take it, great. But I know you're not going to, because that's just the human condition. So, you know, those kind of things, if you can implement it, if you can just start and well, start today, you know, like I said before, what's the best time to plant a tree? Well, the best time was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. If you can start now and do something, you're going to make a difference in your practice and make a difference in your life. Yeah. And I, that's a good com good thing about the content. And that's something that, you know, we're, we're currently doing too, is everyone's always afraid of giving people the answers because they're like, well, then they won't hire me. And that's completely opposite. It's, you know, I can tell you right now how to fix everything on your website for SEO, right? I, I can yeah. do that with you, right? If there any, I don't know if there's anything wrong with it. I'm just making this up, but yeah. I've got yeah. a hundred dollars. I can find something and I can just tell you, and you, you don't need to hire me to do that. You can use your in-house person. You can use your current thing, but you know, so I shouldn't be scared to tell you that. And then if you really need my assistance and you can afford us, then, then you can hire us and that that's fine. But you got to give and put the best content, get the best stuff out there, which is something that they can take and do themselves. Hopefully they just, don't have time to do it themselves and they can afford to yeah. hire you. Give them the best content possible. Give it away for free. Yeah. Yep. And, and in the lawyer space, of course, you, you know, you give tips for, you know, how to document an accident or whatever. They're still need a lawyer. They're not going to be doing it themselves. And if they do or try to, then I guess, you know, good luck, but put the best content you have out there for free. hundred percent. Yeah. That was one, one of our older lawyers um, said that he was asked recently about pro bono work. And he said, my, what I wanted to say, my snotty response was going to be, I give pro bono, you know, every single day since 1980, whatever, you know, when he first graduated from law school, because there's all these free consultations, somebody calls or your uncle calls, or your aunt calls, or somebody just walks in and they ask a question and you just have to give, I mean, that if that's part of our the code or just the, the, the way that we are, is that we have to be able to be willing to give some some of our knowledge free consultation uh, or free consultations because you know that if you do that eventually somebody's going to really need you and then they're going to come and say oh yeah there is that nice guy and i want to hire him yeah 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 you have to help people and i think that's that's just part of business and 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 doing the right things you got to give to get back so 
Uh, one of the things you mentioned earlier, I believe, when we were backstage, contingency. Yeah. So I wanted to bring that back up so you can explain how you guys operate with that. Yeah, contingency fees. So, yes, simply you don't get paid unless there's a recovery for for the victim. There's a talk now with other lawyers about, you know, uh, DUIs or criminal, those kind of things with flat fees. And flat fees versus contingency is very different. I, gosh, I get a call or I, I talk to people at least once or twice a week where they're asking what's the retainer. And we actually, this is a good point, we actually stopped saying that, that we're going to have a client sign a new client retainer because everybody thinks retainer that I'm paying money. So now we've talked to our in-stake staff that it's an agreement that you're going to sign an agreement that's a contingency fee agreement that says we only get paid if there's a recovery for you. And I think that that's a, an important difference that you have to make with clients and certainly with our clients because people have this this mindset that I have to pay $5,000 because if I, or, or even $500, if you get a traffic ticket, you may have to pay your, your traffic lawyer 500 bucks to go and fight that ticket for you, but you got to pay it up front. You know, with us, it's a contingency fee. So you sign an agreement that at the end of the case, we get paid a contingency or a portion of the claim as our fee. And then I always say we're aligned in, in, in the interest of getting as much money as we can for you. So the more you get, the more we get. So I'm going to fight for every penny. Because I want those 33 cents. That makes, yeah, I like that. So, I mean, in your marketing, on your website and all that, because uh, let's just say someone finds you, they don't have a referral, they find you online or via search, and they're looking at three different firms, let's just say. Yep. That would be a big difference. You know, to, to be clear that I don't have a fee up front would probably be part of my decision process in that first reach out. Like, hey, um, you know, I saw you don't charge fees or whatever. Like making that clear and under, you know, they can understand that I think would be huge. Yeah. And I think it's certainly with the billboard lawyer, with the billboard lawyers that, you know, that I see. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of one that I saw recently where, you know, it's free until we win or, you know, something along those lines. They're trying to get that out there that in essence, it's a no risk situation. And I think the clearer you can be with that, the better. I think I pay more attention to billboards than probably anybody else does. There are many of the personal injury lawyers do just because they're just wired that way. But I think if you're involved in a crash, you don't know what that billboard means until you're in that situation. Like, oh, heck, and you know, now I need somebody. And your initial thought is lawyers are expensive. So if you can get that across in an in a easy way to understand, I think that's really important. And it, you know, words mean things. It matters how you describe things. So when you're talking about retainers, that's a big difference because somebody who's just involved in a crash and they're stressed out or whatever, they're thinking retainer. Maybe their last experience was paying for a will and that retainer was 500 bucks. So they don't want to have to pay up front. So then if you start saying agreement, it's different because it's a contingency fee, you know, no risk and those kind of things. And hopefully it alleviates that stress. And that's my job from the first minute you call me is to alleviate stress. So I can- Well, yeah, make I mean, sure. they could be in oh, a gosh. financial situation. They just lost you know, their car probably just- Yeah, and, and who do I talk to? You know, who do I talk to? Who do I call? I mean, I can tell you stories about doctors who call people at on the day of the crash to get them in. And when you have a doctor calling you uh, to get in for care and you have the insurance company investigators and the cops, it's like, well, what the heck do I do? You know, uh, uh, who who's the right person to talk to? Uh, that can really make your uh, make your head spin. Well, so 
I think a big takeaway here is for any attorney listening is uh, what's your differentiator and is it clear to the, to the person that might engage with your firm? Uh, is it enough differentiator, right? Like, obviously you're like, we're the best or, yeah. or, you know, you know, there's all kinds of, you can't say you're the best, but whatever it is, a lot of the messages are very similar and I don't see, you know, I knew, I knew, I think I have clients and we have a lot of people I know that are contingency based, but I, I'm thinking in my head, like, I don't, I don't feel like that's a clear, it's not conveyed clearly that that's the case, yeah. um, which I think would be huge. But I do think, I just thought of one client that we have that has done this pretty well and they're in Michigan injury attorneys and it's Matt's, uh, M-A-T-Z injury law. I just put it on the bottom of the screen. Yeah. But their website is 22 not 33.com oh, yeah if you're on audio 22 not 33.com it clearly if you go to the website their fee is only 22 percent not 33 percent like standard across the board and so that's their their whole marketing ploy is yeah they charge a lot less so you know if you get a hundred thousand dollar settlement they're only taking twenty two thousand of that versus thirty three thousand of that and so i'm not saying everyone on this listening to do that but they made a very big statement and it's the first thing on their website and that's their web address so and that makes sense because if i'm going to refer them a case or, or let's say somebody refers me a case my net fee is probably only going to be 22 percent because i would split that fee with the referring attorney one third to that attorney and then two thirds to me so i can understand the math as a as a managing partner i understand why they come up with that 22 percent because they're going to get that that as their net fee from any referral source. So why not advertise that to the general public at, and then hopefully they'll get more cases. Interesting. Sure. Yeah. So they, um, good clients of ours and, um, they're, they're in Michigan focused, uh, on all the state except Detroit, <laughs> I guess, because of, I forgot what, what are reasons, hmm. but, uh, so there's a lot of heavy hitters there and, and there's some, some different types of laws that make it difficult. Yeah. So, but anyway, so, I guess the uh, the takeaway here is craft a message. What's what's you know what's unique about your firm that you can share with with everyone out there? Um, I've had divorce attorneys on here that they only work with women, and it's a full women firm. That's their niche, and they can share that very easily because of that. Yeah. And then, but I see a lot of firms that just they kind of blend in <laughs> with the wallpaper, right? So they just they look like every firm, and yeah. they don't stand out. So yep, I understand. It, it's well. And that goes with everything. You know, what's your picture on your LSA or what your what pictures do you have on your GBP or things like that that make you identify? I mean, I'm here, I'm wearing flannel. I mean, in Wisconsin, it's pretty common to be walking in and out of the quick trip. You know, I have my quick trip orange juice uh, wearing your flannel. You know, that's a very Wisconsin-ish kind of thing. Certainly, um, that, that's just who I am. So if you can be genuine and be, be true to yourself, people are going to see that. And they'll hopefully identify with you and say, oh, yeah, that's a lawyer that I think I can trust. Hopefully it I works. I have a few of my uh, SEO experts that are on my team that are, that are in Wisconsin. Oh, really? And, okay. uh, insane hockey players. I got this one, one young man that works for me. He's had double hip replacement surgery at 21 years old. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh. Yeah. Yeah, one of Back our – he's an assistant coach for the local um, for local high school hockey team. So – yeah, hockey's it's not as big as Minnesota, but it's pretty big in Wisconsin. Yeah, cool. Well, John, I appreciate you sharing. I mean, everything you're doing and what you're up to, and, and some of the uniquenesses of of what you're doing. How serious you take marketing and metrics, and you got some great growth plans. I mean, to add a few attorneys in this year, that's that's huge. 
And so it looks like you're, you're doing a lot, of, a lot of right things. You're, you're going out, you're learning, you're, you're applying things. What would be, you know, to a, a young attorney out there listening that's like, oh, maybe I'll start my own firm one day. Uh, or maybe they're in the middle of it. Or maybe they just did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even scarier, right? Uh, what's some advice you would, you would send their way? The number one thing I would say is that don't be afraid to ask for help. Uh, it, people love to help others. It just if you don't find somebody who is willing to help you, that's the wrong person. Find somebody else. Uh, there's so many people that when I started my firm in 2010, you know, I was out of, I graduated law school in 2000, worked for other firms until 2010, and when I started and took the plunge, uh, there were a couple people that I really relied upon and have been really good mentors and really good people, you know, just in general for the past 13 years. So if you can find some people, you know, a good, a good support base, that's the best thing for you. And don't be afraid to ask them just about anything really, right? Like how much paper should I order? You know, just stupid things like that. I remember you know, just being stressed out, like, well, should I go to the store and buy this on discount or get that or get this? You know, those kind of things are, are, are uh, questions that you shouldn't be suing over because somebody's already answered them. So uh, make sure you get some people that you can rely upon. I love that. And a hundred percent. And that's been my, my experience in business uh, as well. And got lots of people that I can talk to or, or trust. And that's why I think also, you know, you might not be able to go home and talk to your husband or wife because they don't own a business. You do. And that can be lonely there sometimes, but that's why these masterminds or groups that you can huddle up with people that are experiencing the similar things. And you can actually have a conversation about it and, and get some answers for it. Yeah. I just read a book recently. It's I'm trying to remember the name of it. <laughs> I think it's like detox, de- declutter, and... I think I saw that on, a, on a, somebody's book list. I know what you're talking about, yeah. What's um, the last part? It's Hold on, I think I have it in my... Google would yeah. Google would know for sure. Detox, declutter, dominate. Right? Yeah. So, and one of the things I took away from that, which I'm in the process of doing, by the way, but another takeaway for everybody is uh, make take a sheet of paper and put columns on it and... At the top, put $10 an hour work mm-hmm. and then put $100 per hour work, $1,000 per hour work, and then $10,000 per hour work. And just write down the crap you do every day, like order paper, right, in your instance in the beginning, yeah. right? You're, you're probably, when you're starting out, you're doing everything. But at least document, okay, what is $10 an hour work versus $100 an hour work? And if you're an attorney, $100 an hour work is still too low for you to be doing. But 1000 and 10000 how do you just make sure at least you're doing a few hours of those buckets per day and, and yeah. 10,000 hour work, 10,000 hour work might be this podcast. It might be talking to a, a high value client or speaking on stage. It's, it's big stuff. So, you know, what are you doing throughout your day and, and what can you delegate out? You can get a VA, an assistant, an intern, you know, where's your time being spent and uh, make sure you're focusing on the right things. So, yeah. No, that's, I, something I'm that's right fantastic. Now. I will download that book and listen to it on the way home today. Um, it's a really short book. I, I was flying back yeah. from Scottsdale, Arizona from a, a mastermind type of private thing with Brandon Dawson. And I listened to it on the flight from Arizona to Virginia, which was, you know, it was a full full day maybe, but it was, it's a pretty easy listen. Yeah. Well, that, that's good advice. Good stuff. That's my one tip on this yeah. episode. Other than, Talk with John, meet with John, connect with John. Uh, here's his website again, down at the bottom. It's growthlawfirm.com. And that's G-R-O-T-H. 
John, is there anyone else or any other way that you'd like for people to reach out and connect and chat with you if they want? Yeah, you can go, uh, certainly go to our, our Instagram. You can go to TikTok and watch our goofy growth paw firm uh, videos we have about all the dog lovers in our firm and what we do there. Uh, we try to make things light on Fridays. Yeah, but uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, you know, we're on LinkedIn. Um, all those, we, we try to get some information out there for others to, to, to really understand the process and be helpful. So, yeah, that would be great. If you can like us, I'd really appreciate it. Is that, uh, can they, can we get that off your website? Is it linked yes. off there? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so go to, go to the website. I guess that's the easiest. And he, he has links to those different platforms from there. I will definitely make sure I connect and follow you on all those platforms. Thank after you. This recording. And um, that's it. Anything else you want to add? No, thanks for having me. This has been fun. Yeah, no. Yeah. Thank you for, for just sharing so much value. And, you know, there's a lot of good takeaways here for everyone to listen to it again and, and see what John has to say. We'll be sharing a lot of this uh, content as well. And so we get more of John coming to your inbox and on our social medias uh, to check out this episode and more. We have, last I checked, about 246 live on our website, YouTube, LinkedIn, all over the place. Uh, this is array.com forward slash podcast. Uh, John's episode will be, well, they usually get live within a few weeks of recording. And then you need help and your questions about marketing, SEO, websites. Even if you want me to take a look and see where you're going, what you can fix, I'm happy to give you free advice, free information. I'm just happy for the chat. So if you need help like that, reach out to me, let me know. And also you can connect with me on any uh, social platforms as well. Just Kevin Daisy, D-A-I-S-E-Y. And uh, happy to talk to you. So, John. Awesome. You stick on with me. We'll chat backstage. Everyone else, have an amazing day. Get out there, grow your law firms, and all the best. Thank you. We've been recording this podcast free of charge for years. Hopefully, you're getting amazing value out of it. We don't ask for much, but would you do us one favor? Would you tell just one person about this podcast? If you get any value whatsoever, all we ask, and we'd greatly appreciate it, is share the podcast with one person just like you.